discuss movies we watched all the time back in the day 20 plus years ago that is as we all know some are still classics but others reek to high heaven to kick off the holiday season we are covering my personal favorite christmas movie scourge let's go on and introduce ourselves i am the fandom city alderman leona x i am the fandom city sheriff t and i'm the fandom city mayor shell all right, so actually, let's go on and do pre-discussion real quick. Uh, why did you see it, and how did you feel about it then, Shell? I don't know why I saw it. Probably because it's a Bill Murray Christmas movie, and I thought it was one of the greatest Christmas movies ever made. <laughs> I like your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See. Ditto. Yeah. Uh, right <laughs> short and sweet um you know what i remember about it can i give a short story mm-hmm. sure that we were visiting the fam and for thanksgiving mm-hmm. and really? it was kind of like let's dump these kids off to go see them to go watch whatever this movie is and i was like sure <laughs> and i remember also leaving it like that was the best ever. <laughs> oh so we saw God. this in the WV? We saw it in the WV. Wow. Huntington. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, I don't remember that. Why did we go there? Obviously. <laughs> um, oh, that explains the pictures. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's pictures? Of visiting the fam during the holiday. And I'm like, so when did this happen? Oh, oh well, there we go. go. Some pieces coming together. <laughs> I need to see those. <laughs> okay, so it was released around Thanksgiving, November 23rd, 1988. It was written by some um, ex- former... <laughs> Excuse me, but they can hear you. Sorry, pardon me, listeners. Um, it was written by some former SNL writers, actually, Mitch Glazer and Michael O'Donohue, and directed by Richard Donner. Um, the plot that I would read off the DVD that show once gave me years ago, but it was long. It was like, dang, it was the whole movie. Like, is this the plot? What's going on? And then... <laughs> And he was like, I'm alive, and so are you. Uh, <laughs> and then Annie Lennox and Algerie made a horrible song. But they made it good. Um, but instead, IMDb, they gave us something simple. A selfish, cynical TV executive is haunted by three spirits bearing lessons on Christmas Eve. That's all we needed, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Scrooge. It's great. <laughs> Um, apparently in efforts to bank off the uh, success Bill Murray and the gang had with Ghostbusters, they wanted to kind of push that Ghostbusters marketing (laughs) on through. Um, and the tagline was, Bill Murray is back among the ghosts, only this time it's three against one. That was not a good tagline. (laughs) No, it's awful. Pretty terrible. Um... OK, 
Okay, Shell, do you want to talk about the cast? Okay, basically, um, just about everybody who was anybody in Hollywood or coming up <laughs> right. in Hollywood was in the movie. Sure, same second. You know, but um, for the most part, we got Bill Murray as Francis, Xavier, Frank Cross, um, Karen Allen as Claire Phillips, John Forsythe as Lou Hayward, John Glover as Bryce Cumming, Alfre Woodard as Grace Cooley, Bobcat Goldthwait as a- Elliot Louderman. He Elliot had a, la- a last name. Um, mm-hmm. David yeah, Joe Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> David Joe Hanson. Oh gosh, why wouldn't it come to me now? Um, as the ghost of Christmas past, we got what was his? Um, oh, Buster, Buster Pinkston Dexter. Which that- I didn't know he had a real name for ages. <laughs> I was like, it's not Buster Pinkston. <laughs> what is David Joe Hanson guy? Uh, Carol Kane as Ghost of Christmas Present, Robert Mitchum as Preston Rhinelander, Um, Nicholas Phillips as Calvin Cooley. It's also featuring Michael J. Pollard as Herman, Mary Ellen Trainer as Ted, Mabel King as Grandma, John Murray as James Cross, Wendy Malick as Wendy Cross, and Brian Doyle Murray as Earl Cross, Frank and James' father. Um, and remember, um, I don't know if you, just whenever you see Bill Murray, look for the other Murray brothers to pop up somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. I will do that for y'all. Thank Ain't you. Ain't wrong with that. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Get Especially cocky. if Brian, if you gonna have Brian steal some scenes, like I know, did. right? I mean, it's just a scene, but still. <laughs> okay, next time, Brian, you just shut it down, okay? <laughs> Doing too much, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Okay. Do so you want to talk about the setup? The how was some with Target? So, <laughs> so the setup is that Frank Cross has a bunch of the executives at um, IBC, right? IBC. Um, at in his office to reveal the holiday promos, and the first one is the night the reindeer dies, starring none other than Lee Majors, <laughs> the six million dollar man, and he's been a good boy. Santa, make sure to point that out. <laughs> um, Frank makes work hell for his staff, including Grace, his secretary, and Elliot, who ends up getting fired on Christmas Eve. Why? Because he told Frank, "Don't kill nobody." On Christmas Eve. Like, like, what like you trying to do? The promos you want are, are frightening. Like, like, deathly frightening. Can we talk about that promo for a second? Like, the promo was, like, supposed to be the first one was all fun. This is who's going to be in it. Mary Lou Brett and John Houseman. And he's, like, run the other one. And it's, like, heroin use. <laughs> Terrorists <laughs> taking over airplanes. Highway killings. Right. If, would he say something like, nowadays... This, this is the best time to realize. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> scary. And one guy almost threw up. Right. Like, it was they couldn't so, breathe. It was, it was, it was insane. And I just want to point out one of the executives. I don't know why I didn't look up his name, but he Eddie. was. Yes. <laughs> the original and the only one who matters. Eddie from what's the name? From Dream um, On. Because, you know, it's yes. funny because um, as I'm watching it, I was like, you know, Frank remind me so much of Dream On. And then there's Eddie sitting in the, um, right. sitting at the table. That's what I always used to think. Like, huh. I want an explanation. <laughs> Why do we love Eddie so much? Right. The original Eddie. Right. So much that we just couldn't even hear the second one. Like, ugh. I didn't care uh. for the second one. 
He could kick rocks. <laughs> was I got it. And you know what? And I held it against that actor forever. Every time oh, yeah. I see him, I'm gonna yeah. go, oh, fake Eddie. Oh, and side note, aside from Eddie, Wendy Malik was in it, and she was also Wendy in Dream right. Also in, yeah. Um. So Frank is mean to his brother, an old lady, and and everyone, <laughs> even though he won. The Humanitarian of the Year Award. You should have seen, he plugged it to see what it was made of and was like, yo, whatever. I don't care about this award. It left it in a cab. It left it in a cab like it didn't even matter. He is visited by the ghost of Lou, his former mentor and predecessor, who tells him he got to get his life together or he going to end up like him, dying on the green and with nothing to show for his life. For a rat crawling he is out expect- his skull. <laughs> yes. oh, I hated that <laughs> The rat crawls at his head, and then like when um he drinks after shoots after uh, oh. Frank shoots him, and like all the drink comes <laughs> out. And there's a point where he says something, and he ends up coughing off of his own decayed body. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, but then I'm like, how does he have lungs? Come on, people. I like when Frank is holding onto his arm. He dangles it when he does the bird yes. to him out the window. Ah. And, he's, and he's like, rip ah, his arm off. Uh, why is that still so gross? <laughs> so, gross. <laughs> so Lou tells him to expect a visit from three ghosts. We know who those are, people. You don't know anything about Ebenezer Scrooge or, um, what is it called? I was about to say something real stupid. I was the real simple. I want to say a tell two Christmases. Uh, I need my ass kicked. Well, Dickens, you stay in the world of Dickens. Hey, okay, I get it. Good job, good job. I see, I see. I ain't mad at you. So, uh, as Lou is leaving, his spirit calls Claire and uh, Lumpy, um, I mean, Frank, around these parts, um, <laughs> Frank calls Claire and says he wants to see her. Why did he call her? And is losing her the biggest mistake of his life? Um, I think those boots are the biggest mistake of his life. But that's <laughs> Like, I get that, like, you want your saying the spirit dialed, but there's got to be some reason. And why is she not like, I'm sorry, who? How, how do you It's been that? 15 years. Now you call me? Screw you. Don't call me after 15 days right her from oh, me. 15 years? 15 years. How did he get her, her Because the, the spirit feels a little bit responsible for the he breakdown should've. of the relationship. But how, she, she must be listed. How else would Lou get her number? Oh, she never changed it. I mean, Just Claire, Claire seems like she never changed her number. Mm-hmm. She's like, people got even to reach me. She, wait, she waited <laughs> for important. a little while, you know, for him to call. He said he'd be over later, and then... He mm-hmm. did. I bet she waited all night. I bet she did. Oh, she's like, man, every time. I guess he's not coming. <laughs> the friends were like, yeah, he's and, and, a douche. And the fact <laughs> that she was quick to come see him mean that she, she, she was ready to forgive him, so she was waiting. Finally! It's about damn time. Hi. Okay. So, let's talk about some what leads into a Christmas pastime. So, Frank, although he kind of laughed off Lou's thing, obviously he's taking it a little seriously because a ghost just uh, came to see him. (laughs) And he has to go to lunch with his boss, Preston. Um, And this is where he officially meets Bryce Cummings, who basically is coming in to do his job for him. Of course, they make it sweet, like, oh, he's helping him out. Mm -hmm. But he's basically coming to move him out the way. Um, And at the lunch, he's so, like, distracted, even thinking Bryce is the (laughs) the ghost. 
<laughs> he's ignoring everything they talk about. I don't hear y'all at all. All I know is it's no. You said a ghost was coming here at noon. Is it you? Are you him? Are you are him? You are you he? <laughs> I love that server so much. Oh. So, huh? Oh. I love that server. Uh, no, no. So while he's freaking out because a lot is happening. He sees an eyeball in his drink. He sees a dude who like he on fire. He rushes to go put him out. I'm sorry. You know, I thought you were Richard Pryor. No, no. <laughs> As a kid, I totally didn't get that. But later, I did. Um, so he, of course, he's freaking out and he runs out the restaurant and he like jumps into a cab and the cab turns out to be... Buster the Ghost of Christmas Pass, Buster Point Dexter himself. Um, so he's just taking him along, and Frank can't get out, obviously, because it's a ghost and he can control what's going on. So they go. Why to... can ghosts control stuff in in, in the movies? Right, they like, can control even... stuff for real. No, they they're just. Can ghosts. they only control what's theirs? Like it was his car, his cab. Right. So could he just control that? Right. That I think they can control sense. their environment. Because he had to get Frank to get into the... If he didn't get into the cab, yeah. then that would have been a loss. Right. right. Oopsie, he got <laughs> the other cab. Damn it, got to wait for him to come two back around. Two seconds too late. <laughs> My bad, present. He's going to be a minute before he... Right. <laughs> I got to slide you back just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> why can't we cut into your time? Okay, anyway. So, he takes... Yes, his... is always doing this. He's <laughs> right. never on time. So he takes him to Frank's childhood home in 1955, and look, he is watching and sitting right in front of me. I stuck to the TV like Martin Tucker from Dream On. I have always Mm -hmm. thought, I mean, he clipping, like, Lone Ranger, he just flipping through commercials. Like, how are you concentrating? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm going to say this later, but this is my favorite scene. I love it. Um, yeah, it's a good I, scene. I love when the when the ghost is like, "Where are we?" You mean when are when we? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so inside the house, he's watching TV, and his dad comes over and by played by Brian Doyle Murray, who just has just the greatest lines. Mm-hmm. Drops down a gift in front of this small child. <laughs> is it a choo choo? <laughs> no, it's five pounds of veal. <laughs> But I have Santa for a choo-choo. Go ahead, T. Why don't you get a job and buy a choo-choo? <laughs> oh, come on, Frankie's only four. All day I hear people complain about how to get out of work. My back hurts. My leg aches. I'm only four. <laughs> Look, Dad. Appreciate that you could bring home five pounds of veal. I'm not. It's your veal. Okay, you why that gotta be money. my gift? Right. Why is it my gift? Right. Make that Christmas dinner. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. And uh, poor, like, what is happening with um Frank's mom? Like, she's looking like this is my life. I know, right? She's like, uh, I made the wrong choices. My mother warned me about him. I didn't listen. I'm about to have another baby. Oh, we'll talk about other classic lines from this scene when we talk about lines later. Um, 
So he also takes him to Frankenstein. I want to. He gets into it with the ghost Christmas past. Why you put me through that? I ain't trying to cry. Like get out of my face. Like take me to my office. Cool. Takes him to the office and there's an office party. Fast forward to when he's. Is he supposed to be a teenager? Don't they say something like he's eighteen or I think something? He's just. I, he gotta be uh, older than eighteen. You know. Come on. He had to be good. Twenty-seven. No, 30s. I know what it is. I know what it is. The thing shows the years, and it looks like it. I think it's sixty-eight or sixty-nine. Mm-hmm. So that's what oh. it is. They never say it, but it's like we doing math here. <laughs> <laughs> so he got his long hair, rocking wooly bully. Is that what it's called? Playing yeah. in the background. <laughs> But he's working hard while everybody is partying at the office, getting, I mean, wild party, making copies of their booty and everything. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, no, I gotta work hard. And eventually he does leave the party and he meets Claire, the love of his life. And she gave him the name Lumpy because they bumped his, you know, and she corny. <laughs> uh, but fast forward, I mean, you know, I love everything in the past and all, but I just want to talk about how what we were just talking about. Claire is excited. She comes to the studio because he's doing a show. He's a show called Frisbee the Dog. And she comes to the show. She's like, hey, you know, after the show, let's go meet up with our friends. And he's like, ooh, that's cool. But I just got invited to dinner from my boss, though. And she's like, but yeah, these are friends. We can't cancel on them. Now me, can we discuss this real quick? Yes, yes. I guess I want to discuss it when I saw it. Okay. Maybe I'm a jerk. I'm not trying to be. I'm not. I think I'm as bad as Frank. But is it wrong to be like? Can we try to do both? Um, can't we compromise, no, Claire? What are you talking about? Absolutely. I understood her argument that it's Christmas Eve. And, I mean, yeah, Christmas Eve, and they're their best friends. But this is a chance of a lifetime. Right. Can we go kick it with them for like? An hour and then Jet to see Lou. Oh, can we go see or, Lou or, first? Because the limo's waiting. I mean, we're going to see Lou first, but Lou might be like, You ain't using my car to go nowhere. You stuck here forever. That's true. But then you can also be hard to get one I drink I tried, though. I tried, though. Right. It's not my fault Lou decided to keep us. <laughs> I just feel like their best friends would have understood. Oh, hell yeah, they would have. And if not, I they're think, not your best friend. Right. I didn't like how he just kind of brushed it off like it was nothing. But at the same time, he did only have a short break before he had to get back to the show. He so was, it was like cold. a hard thing. I, I'm always mad at him and how he handled it. But I was like, I didn't think he was entirely wrong. This is an opportunity. Right. right. He wasn't wrong. Oh. It's Christmas Eve. It's only <clears throat> once a year. Okay. But we sixty-four other days. Hang like, out with them. They're our best, best friends. friends. We'll see yeah, them again. We'll see them next week, New Year's Eve. Can't I just go schmooze with the boss and make something happen here. Sorry, Claire. You could have given me an hour. For their relationship to end, he had to have been a douche the whole time. time. And this was just oh, this was a strong. This is not the first time he's done the this. The relationship thing. didn't end because of her. She said, I'll see you later. And she's as it was as he was going back to work, she said, Lumpy. Merry Christmas. Well, no, she said maybe we should say maybe we should separate. Oh, she did. Well, she yeah, did want to break separate. up, but she yeah. also well, she was also hanging in there. Yeah. So she looked like she wanted him to say more right. or do more. And whatever. he, he and like, on, maybe she was waiting all night. Like maybe he will come over, guys. But were you based on his behavior in that situation, because he was like, "You're supposed to, can't you be more supportive? I'm trying to work so hard to make this." Come on, like his yeah. his attitude he was, was really like this is not the first time he's done something like this, right? Like oh, he, he, put he constantly comes home late, 
and he constantly just disregards what we have to do because of the show. And for her to say, like like you said, Leona, for her to say, I think we should separate means something else had to have happened to contribute to that. Look, think about how he put that dog hat on and waved goodbye to her. Get right. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to come back. He did it twice. He turned around and, 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 and get out. And he waved like, you gonna be waiting for me at home when I get done. Right. So. Get out. Right. And I kind of got the distinctive the feeling like Luke kept him out for three days. For 15 years. Lou <laughs> right. was like, "You ain't gotta go back there. I got an apartment for you right here." She didn't come with you. She not supportive of you. Lou cheating on his wife anyway. Right. He said, "That's okay. I got I got a backup for you. Come on." Right. Right. Mm-hmm. He called just... Tina from the office. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go get some Chinese food. <laughs> I mean, and I like when I when he you left Claire. For Frisbee, for frisbee the dog. The dog. <laughs> clear for a career. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. It wasn't just for Frisbee. <laughs> but. I guess he was looking at it like you didn't know that that was going to go anywhere. Right. But if the, if the boss, if the head of the network knows you, who is the star of the show, but is not really the star of the show because you're the guy in that costume. Right. If he knows you enough to invite you somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's a career move. That's a career move. I just, so, okay, so we're on the same page. I'm like, I've always thought, why don't y'all just try to do both? Like, I always right. thought that. And I, I don't know if that's cold. I just feel like he's been working hard. Look at when the night he first met her. He was working hard on the holiday when nobody else was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's mm-hmm. always been driven in this way. So, I don't think it was wrong. It's just how he handled it. Mm-hmm. Right. You, can you put my needs and the needs of the Frisbee show before your own? Like, come on. You know Claire is not a selfish person. Right. Why are you playing her out like that? You don't know who you are. You don't know what you want. You don't know what the hell is going on. Love it. <laughs> All right. Christmas present time. Uh, OT. Sure. So, even more freaked out. And popping up in the most ridiculous places, i.e. on set while they're oh, shooting. Great. Scrooge. They keep playing this dude. He keeps playing them. <laughs> Frank goes to Operation Reach Out. Outreach. I always want to say Operation Reach Out because it's a stupid the card. card. The, does the card say it? The card says it, I think. The one she holds awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you holding up in this car like that? She had him with Delic, like a CD or something. I don't get no fingerprints on it. Um, he heads to Operation Outreach to find Claire, and along the way, he's muttering about how his life is just fine without her. And he's rambling so much that when he gets in there, everybody think he, he belongs there. And like, <laughs> they wrap him up in a nice little. Um, blanket and he's hanging out with Herman and Eva and I don't know the other guy's name and they call him Dick because they, they think he's Dick Burton right. and they want him to do a little scene from one of his movies they make like three movies like first of all I'm not Dick Burton second of all pick Which a one, one. What movie? One. Jeez. they're like Hamlet then some other movie Night at the Iguana come on make up your mind this is not fair why not just do Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and call it a night what do you want so he meets up with Claire and she is more than willing to hang out with him it's been 15 years but she like dude I always loved you 
yeah, you call me out the blue, but yeah, let's go, let's go hang out. Let's go have some Chinese food talking out. But of course, some things come up there and she needs to handle them because she runs the damn homeless shelter. But he's like, nope, how dare you not be there for me again? Like, you came here. And he tells her, while I'm working. You came to my job. You came to my job and asked me to leave it. And I'm willing to leave my job on Christmas Eve when people need the most help. But first, you gotta let me call the AP. And let me find these fuses. That's it. That's it. I'm not even going to the AMP. Nope, too much for him. And he tells her, scrape him off, Claire. <laughs> you want to save somebody? Save yourself. What did Claire ever see? Well, I see what she ever saw in ever. him. But like, yeah. What did she see in him that would make her think he had changed for 15 years? Like, he, obviously he has. He's worse. I could see thinking it initially, but when she saw him and he was yelling at the old dude and telling the staple antlers on the, the door mouth. And then this, yes. when you're yelling at the people who are volunteers <laughs> right now, that's when she should have been like, never mind. Oh my gosh, never mind. Hey, you know what, Frank? You just gone about your business. But it says she's like, lumpy. <laughs> There's nothing to cry about. Let him go. Claire. You're a pretty woman. You got your head on your shoulders. You help people. You can find another man. She said, I ain't never got married. I've been waiting for Lumpy to come back. Come. You know what? I'll scrape off Lumpy. I'll scrape you off. <laughs> Jerk. So, um, oops, I lost myself. He goes back to the studio and meets the ghost of Christmas present, played by Carol Kane. And he learns about three important things. Calvin's trauma, which it boggles my mind that Grace is his, well, sometimes, in a way it does, in a way it doesn't. He doesn't know that Grace's son can't speak because he don't give a her care. husband was killed in front of him. Oh, I didn't know her husband got killed. What kind of person uh, are you? It's close Remember when she was wearing black for a year? Right. What do you think that was a fashion statement? <laughs> right. They visit his brother's apartment and he hears about how much his brother loves for him. And he is privy to their trivia game with their friends. And he wakes up from the ghost punching him out to find Herman's dead body. Yeah, on the way out earlier, he had seen Herman and Herman asked him for money and he refused to give him any. So Herman went in the sewer and decided, I mean... He went and... I, I've always wondered how freaking cold does it have to be that you, you decide first of all why you go down to the sewer let me go to my home down there it was warm in the building but let me go down here yeah, why would he do that let me freeze to death in a matter of hours I've never understood why he left unless they said like you can't drink didn't he add because he wanted to drink he, he wanted, wanted to, yeah I think so Maybe they said you can't drink. I, I think I've heard that. Um, you can't do stuff like he that. Was, he had a few screws loose. Give him a can of broth and tell him it's bourbon. And then go on about your business. <laughs> what did you just A can of broth. it's <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor her. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he this dude turned straight blue, like fast. He had ice coming out his he... nose. How cold was it? Frank was walking around. Where are in, they? New York, right? 
They're in New York. Are, they're New York or Chicago. They're it's, New, it's New, New York. York. It's that cold. It is he in the cell in hours. Hours. He froze to death. Yes. He must have took a dip and then went and sat down. <laughs> Had to. His blood thin <laughs> as hell because I just don't understand how that could happen. I used to think it was his mind messing with him, but they show his ghost later. So I'm like, yeah. oh, huh. Herman really died. Okay. That fast. Okay. He was on his way then. <laughs> he so he dead. didn't freeze. No, he didn't freeze to death. He died of something else. Cirrhosis. And then maybe maybe cirrhosis. And then he froze after that. Mm. I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. Um, okay. So then time for Christmas future. Uh, so uh, Frank, while struggling, I used to hate the part where he's struggling to get out. I used to be like, what if he gets stuck with Herman? Get out of here! <laughs> oh, every time. Um, so he gets back and he's there on set again. And just angry as ever. Every time he gets dropped off back up to the set, he's angry and barking at everybody. <laughs> and a couple of times almost meets the ghost of Christmas future. He was intercepted one time when I guess they called him down. They called him down. And another time when Elliot decides he about to shoot him. You done ruined my life. My wife left me. Everything sucks. How you gonna fire me on Christmas Eve? I'm drunk. I have nothing to live for. I'm about to kill you. And so just as he's about to shoot his head off, um, he falls into the elevator conveniently and there's the ghost of Christmas future. And I say gross by accident, but he was gross. gross. He was I gross. hate when Frank looks under. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I used to hate that. When you get all up in um, Frank's face and Frank start jumping, yeah, he feeling a little froggish, and then he opened up that cloak and was like, "Never mind." Yeah, <laughs> let me back off of you. The other time it was a dude just with a suit on. Now this feels real. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> just... Um. So now these are important visions that he's having of the future. He sees Calvin in an institution of some sort because Grace apparently couldn't afford the proper care, which I do believe, but I don't know how he ended up in an institution. It looks so sad. Mm-hmm. Just because he couldn't talk? Like or chose to, to not be, talk? That seems to be... I mean, it was a serious, like, solitary... Yes. Yeah, padded slanted. room. Yeah, you had to slide your way through. Like, <laughs> right, it was weird. Plus, I, mean, I guess, you know, he's not participating in school because he won't open his mouth and there's like, look, you're going to have to, you know, get him psychiatric help or we're going to take him from you and we'll deal with it. And they just... They do that? I don't know. They do in, in <laughs> Frank's mind. That that looked messed up. Like maybe they, they had to exaggerate all these things right. so Frank could get it together. They had to. They had to. They're like, man, we gotta really get through this guy. Some of this stuff ain't working. <laughs> so they showed that. So he did feel bad. And then they show him uh Claire with some friends and there's some she's like hoity toity and wealthy now. And sh- there's some kids who were like, please. Okay, I was with little kids just hanging around by my table either. Like, mm-hmm. Gilles, could you go send us some food? <laughs> Gilles, they Gilles, five dollars. Get them some rolls or something. Put them to the bag. But she makes Gilles send them off. And the, the friends are even like, dang, Claire, you cold in the mud. And she <laughs> lets them know, hey, Lumpy once told me, scrape them off. <laughs> or say somebody save yourself. So, Bye. Why she have on that white makeup? I mean, pale. Pale, man. Awful looking. She looked like a robot. She was <laughs> terrible. 
And again, I guess they had to exaggerate And he was like, yikes, that's not a good look, Claire. <laughs> those, those kids had an Oliver Twist kind of vibe on them. They really They did. had, like, the pats of dirt on their mm-hmm. face. Yeah. They had the uh, fingerless gloves. <laughs> Everybody had a, 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 one of those hats. Mm. Right. Please, sir. Is that what it is? Yeah. Please, sir. Can I have some more? <laughs> um, and then finally, he's walking up. He sees a coffin and automatically thinks it's James who died. Because he saw Wendy. Really? Oh, James dead. And then he sees James like, ah, oh, shoot. Wait, who is in there? <laughs> well, guess what? Only James and Wendy are here. Right. No right. one seems to care that you kicked the bucket, Mr. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another part that when I was a kid, I hated Ugh. so much. When they show him, like, picturing himself in the coffin. Right. Listen, today I kind of teared Me up. Too. Like, oh, I was like, let him go. Let him go. Please, a little birdie. Please, a little birdie. Oh, my word. I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm like, okay, so how did it go from this funny thing to this? Because it's, it's scaring me. This is actually scaring me. Real fast. <laughs> but apparently that worked on him. So, talk about um, him redeeming himself. Hmm? Oh, redemption song? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um, after freaking out about the Ghost of Christmas future, Frank gets off the elevator and he is ready to embrace the true meaning of Christmas. And he gets Elliot Loudermilk. And one of the more disturbing scenes in the movie, he actually does the the blow on the stomach to Elliot. And I- That's gross. Yeah, it's a grown man. <laughs> Stop it. It's very weird. But I didn't like when the, when the ghost did it to him. So, yeah. <laughs> um, They decided to take over the live broadcast to show his love for James and Claire. And he gets everybody involved in a Christmas spear. And they sing... Um, what did they sing? Pala la 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 Oh, tra la la la. Why did he do like a snappy jazz right. version? Deck the horse with thousands of holly Calm down. It was way too fast. It was. And then he slowed it down too much. Right. <laughs> he slowed down way too much. He kisses the solid gold dancer and writes to her face as it was good, but it wasn't great. That kind of sucked, girly. I'd have popped him back in the table. Right. And nobody had to tell you come up here kissing me. Right. And he, he, he talks about Claire and asks if it's too, not too late. And she hops in the cab with the Ghost of Christmas pass, who's going to be on time this time, <laughs> and gets her to the studio. <laughs> and she talks to, he talks to his brother about how much he loves him. And it was a nice little tearful moment. Right. And she shows up and they, they look all happy. And then Calvin's like, God bless us, everyone. And Frank picks him up and he's all about to cry and it's all, oh my God, Calvin Smoke. <laughs> Why was it? And then everybody's like, put a little love in your heart. <laughs> they sang it wrong, though. <laughs> when, when he picked up Calvin and Alfrey Woodard came over and, and clapped her hands together, why was that like a big moment for me? It, it felt like. Because it's really good. <laughs> it was, it always has been for me. I just go, oh. 
I mean, it's not like when Sydney Poitier got happy on To Serve With Love or something. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad y'all are saying because I feel corny every time. Like, how excited she gets. I get all misty. Like, girl, you can speak everything's all right. It's all right. I was laying down watching it with tears streaming on my eyes. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be right. that, sing, that single <laughs> his, whole little, his whole little monologue and then when she did that it's like okay this is really Niagara Falls right. I didn't right. say that so I wouldn't drown myself <laughs> cause he's so teary yeah. kind of bubbly, but having fun with it too like he wasn't too serious it just was do you think he ad-libbed that so good I wonder. I I, I bet he did. It was so pat and passioned, like, and he like you said, he right. looked like he was going to cry. He was like, "It's not too late." Right. I'm just like, "Oh, you're gonna make me cry." He was talking to the movie audience right. at that point. Right. Right. I love how Preston is watching it at home, though. Like, get us off the <laughs> air right now. Get off. He kicked his cat. <laughs> this dude is losing it. Hi. Okay, uh, let's take a quick break. Press rewind. Where's the remote? Fandom City Cinema, Fandom City Town Hall Meeting, second time around. Listen to your favorite Fandom City podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Check out FandomCity.com and follow the Fandom City Facebook and Twitter pages for updates on current podcasts and for information on future podcast series. Okay, we're back with talk about some scenes and lines as usual if there are any that you don't see uh jump in i feel like this movie has so many i, I, mean, just I didn't really remember how many it had so started and i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so one being i'm relying on you to have the, the response excuse me call me mr cross <laughs> I thought he was getting to his Richard Burton moment. She only said Lumpy once. What made that dude think, oh, his name must be Lumpy? I know you knew here, but you know this dude's name ain't Lumpy. You've been here long enough to know that. (laughs) Uh, We said the next one. Um, The Ghost of Christmas Past. First of all, when he, before they even go in the house, Frank is like, I know you think I'm going to start crying, but I'm not. And the ghost was like, that's exactly what Attila the Hun said. But when he <laughs> saw his mother, Niagara yeah, Falls. <laughs> Just to later, when Frank actually cries, Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. <laughs> and listeners, this is key because we, to this day, if we cry hard, all three of us Niagara say Niagara Falls. They know because we say it in the podcast. All the time. <laughs> Yeah. In case you were wondering, this is why. Now you know when you hear when you hear the next This Is Us podcast, you know where we got it from. Ah, <laughs> uh, when Frank is upset with the volunteers who are bugging Claire in his mind, he says, "Just just call the A and P. Look it up in the phone book. It should be under A. If it's not there, look under P." <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. Operation. Oh, I love the scene at the end when Frank is like Claire, and they show they cut to the Operation Outreach people all watching this, and they all. Oh, 
I love how they cheer for her because they really love her. I thought that was kind of a genuine moment. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry, I said past it, but I, 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 I said this before, but the Christmas past scene is just that whole thing is my favorite. Christmas past at the childhood home, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of your favorite scenes? Or I was trying to find the exact words, but after Claire leaves and he's on the phone with the um, people who want to interview about the lady who died and all, he had already been like, stop the hammering! <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Please, for the love of all that's holy, stop the goddamn hammering! Okay. <laughs> they actually had to stop right, right in that right. moment. Really? Uh, and let everything fall? Uh, jerk. Jerk. Um... What's another one? Oh, there's so many. This movie's just full of them. Um, it is. At the restaurant, after he's already started having his little panic attack, and the guy's asking what he wants, he's like, I'll have, 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 Dessert, sir. Hey, <laughs> well, yeah. I also like when Preston is telling Frank, you know, cats and dogs. This is like thirty-something million cats and forty million dogs in America, and they're starting to watch TV. Frank and Frank is staring at him like, "What are you talking about?" However, Frank don't know that today there are yes. channels dedicated. Right. To That's crazy. This show, this movie was before its time. Mm-hmm. Right. I like when he's trying to tell Grace who gets what kind of gift, and then he's like, oh, she's on her way out. And he's like, you. Grace, put yourself down for a towel, and she's like, what about my bonus? And he goes, a towel in a hand, in a hand, a face towel, and she goes, ah oh, shit! It's right when first he walks in the door. <sighs> I like I when he. Like our... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You go first. Go ahead, go ahead. When he fired um Bob Bobcat's character and Elliot. um Elliot and she he told her to call security. She's like, but it's Christmas Eve. And he was like, Oh, you're right. And call payroll and stop that bonus <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. What you do? It's a guy. bone, you lucky dog. <laughs> oh, we didn't say SS Middle. <laughs> How did you not know it's SS Middle? No, SS right. Macro. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to smack them. Love- what are you talking about? How, how calm are they when he says the answer on TV and they're like, how did he know? Right. And they just move on. Yeah, I'm like, so real, real, real. Real. How did he know that? that we got to talk about this. How'd you know? Who called <laughs> right. you? How did you know? What happened? Wendy? Mm-mm. <laughs> Um, okay. Shoot, I had another one, but I'll come back to it. So, discussion, um, do you have a favorite era and or ghost? Like, era that he went to, I guess, or ghost moment? Well, I think we're probably all in agreement that the favorite is, um, Buster Poindexter. I mean, he was, like, hilarious, and I love when, my favorite is when they go back to his, his, you know, to the, the, meet the meat scene when he's four years old when he's Mar- the Martin Tupper mm-hmm. right 
Um, I, I love him, but I also really love the Ghost of Christmas Present. I like how she was all, uh, it's curtains and rainbows, but was kicking his ass. Like, beating, but, beating the crap out of him. It was ridiculous. She was really good. She was so good in that. Um, yeah, agreed. I, I, I thought it was all great, but something about... See, I didn't really watch it again this time. Yes, I did all these from memory. I looked for one scene um, when at Claire's apartment, actually. I wanted to see that scene for some reason. And then I didn't even include anything in that. But anyway, I like their them together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray and David Johansson. I thought the, them playing off each other was right. really, really good. So just to see that they actually were friends, I didn't know that. But it, you kind of could feel yeah. it. Um, what are your thoughts? Because this movie was not, had pretty mixed reviews. What? Really? Um, at the time, mostly bad ones, actually. What? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's in the trivia, but Roger Ebert said it's the worst adaptation of Christmas Errol. Christmas he Carol didn't say the one with Vanessa Williams. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> that wasn't you know, Roger Ebert also said Under the Cherry Moon wasn't good, so we don't him. listen. <laughs> Yeah, so while Cisco gave it a thumbs up, he gave it a thumbs down. It was just in general, like, a lot of people didn't like it, which I did know that as I got old. Wow. Like, every time I tell somebody it's my favorite Christmas movie, I get, like, this death what? stare. And I'm like, wow, I like it better than it? A Christmas Carol. What are you talking about? It's right. the best movie about Ebenezer Scrooge, period. Ever. Unless you want to go with, you know, from, my, from me growing up, it's that one or Mr. Magoo, so... Right. I've seen, I've, right. I've seen almost every adaptation of A Christmas Carol. I don't know why, but I have. And um, mm-hmm. I, I don't gonna say I finished all of them because the ones that are straight Christmas Carol are boring as hell. But this mm-hmm. one was really good. I like the ones that are like a play, like the, like the Vanessa Williams one and this one. I like the ones that are something's just a little bit different. I think Susan Lucci did one, too. Um, yeah. But um, this was the best one. And one of the best Christmas movies ever. Right. Must the Christmas okay. movie be sappy? Yeah, and boring? But then it even has enough sappiness. I don't right. even understand. You want to be sappy throughout? Right. It gave you sappy. It's about how Mir- Miracle 34th Street is so great. And I'm like, that trash is boring. Uh, I've never watched it. Every time I say I will. You fall I asleep. Can't, I can't mm. remember. It is a wonderful it. life. I fall asleep when I say I've it. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen Ugh. it. I've seen parts. I fell asleep. It looks dreadful. <laughs> I just look. Also, I get a lot of judgment because I don't really like Christmas anything and i always try every year if it's not a comedy good luck getting me to watch it because i'm probably just not going but to. look it has to be a comedy um, or one about a dysfunctional fun family that's also a comedy right. i gotta get something. otherwise it's pointless otherwise See, i can okay. just watch I myself put Chris- up a tree right well i love christmas movies and i watch christmas movies that go all the way back to the 40s all the way up to whatever's coming out now and i watch them with I watch them all, but the the traditional ones are are a little harder to watch than it's got to have something. So it's not a comedy. Like I like this and Christmas Carol and most of the older ones that are comedies. You know, if you got an angel coming down to you and dragging you on the straight and narrow, and that's what it's about, I pass. <laughs> you know, I need right. give me something. You know, everybody. 
I, I don't. That's part of why I can't get into "It's a Wonderful Life" because he has a good. He has a, literally a wonderful life. Why do we need to see it? It's right. there. It's obvious. Right. So no, this is a great movie, and and a great not just a great movie. It's a Christmas movie, but I could watch it in July right. and still enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm glad. I'm glad because I knew y'all liked them more than me. Uh, Christmas movies and things so I wanted to know your thoughts because I you know I don't be in my own world of thinking it like this was awesome Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there's so few that I actually Mm -hmm. like um so I was just interested in in your thoughts of it as a holiday movie and obviously as a Dickens adaptation Mm -hmm. since a lot of times it just doesn't get the best response from people 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 are wrong they're wrong I tell you right all I need is this and a trading places I'm good Mm -hmm. kiss kiss bang bang I know there's more y'all want to see, but I'm just good. Um, okay, so Shell, here's with some trivia, please. Okay, so... Oh, and, and if it's not interesting, you know, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, special appearances. John Houseman, um, sadly he died on um, October 31st, 1988, so that was less than a month before Scrooge was actually released in the theaters. Um Street musicians Paul Schaefer, Miles Davis, David Sanborn, and Larry Carlton. And I thought that was awesome. And he was yelling at them. I was like, do you know who you yelling at? You never yell at Miles Davis for being on a corner playing. Get out of here. Shut up. (laughs) Okay. Mary Lou Retton, Lee Majors, Jamie Farr, Buddy Hackett, and Joel Mary. There was a lot. Like I said, anybody who was anybody or on the way up had a small part in this movie. Sorry, I managed to skip Anne Ramsey somehow. I thought I had her mm-hmm. in there. I mean, it's Before just Before you go everybody. further, I just want to say, mm-hmm. who would hire Buddy Hackett to play a serious role? Come on. Come on, yeah. Come on. If he, he needed to be talking about a snarf blat, and that's it. Right. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, Bill Murray and Richard Donner reportedly did not enjoy working together, creating a lot of tension on the set. You know, just this, uh, Richard Donner, he usually do the more, the lethal weapon-ish type movies, right? Yeah. Bill Murray's, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I imagine it's because Bill Murray probably did a whole lot of improv. Right. And, you know, being, those, the comedians always upset directors. I noticed that a lot. Um... When asked by film critic Roger Ebert if he, if he had any disagreements with Donner, Murray replied, only a few every single minute of the day. Oh. <laughs> Get rid of him. <laughs> um, let's see here. When it goes to Christmas pe- present, Carol Kane grabbed Bill Murray's lip. She tore it so badly that filming halted. What? Halted for several days. I did not know she grabbed it like that. Really? No, I knew she grabbed it's, it. It looked like it hurt. I watched it today. It's his fault. It looked like it hurt. Because she grabbed oh, it and then he hurt. does this. He, and yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. you brought that on yourself. So right. <laughs> Hold your head, Carol. Would, right. Carol would get upset at having to rough up Bill Murray in their scenes together. I, I guess after. Wow. And Jack McGee ad-libbed his scenes. You can hardly see them nipples. No, you got to see it right. You can hardly see them nipples. You can hardly see them nipples. Oh, chief. 
Why do they call areolas nipples? Right! Uh, that is an areola. That yeah. is not a nipple. It was total areola. No nipples oh is hanging out. Oh, relax, people. I see you. Uh, this was Bill Murray's first starring role since Ghostbusters. He had um, been living in Paris and seriously considered giving up acting altogether. What do we wouldn't have got quick change and all uh, of that hello? stuff? Right. Hello? Right. We would have got you Ghostbusters right. I was like, Wait, I never knew that. What? Oh, no. He almost deprived us t- of t- Ghostbusters 2. T. We wouldn't have had. What about Bob? Oh, come on. All right. <laughs> You might as well throw the other one in there. Oh, my T hates with the wild fire. Have Groundhog Day. Ugh. Yeah, and Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> don't understand how you don't like that movie either. Like, I saw it for the first time a few years ago. I've never seen What About Bob. You said what? I only seen Groundhog Day for the first time a few years ago. <laughs> I know, right? Why are we talking to her? And I always get the bad rap. Um, right. <laughs> Sam Kinison was originally slated to play the ghost of Christmas past. Don't be mad at me, but thank, thank you, God. Bill Murray, for being good thank friends God. with David Johansson. I was like, thank you. <laughs> right. I mean, no disrespect. Me I'm just saying. <laughs> right. No, it just would have been too much. <sighs> right. <laughs> it would have been way too much. I didn't think he was funny. I never got it. I tried to go back and watch this stuff not that long ago, and I was like, I just don't get it. But everybody don't, thought, don't what kills me is everybody thought that Roseanne was annoying. They had the same act. Right. <laughs> they both shouted yeah, and screamed. Yeah. Like, Pretty much. Um, on, on the Frisbee show, when Frank was still in the dog suit, there's a tree on the set with the heart engraving Dick Loves Lauren. Director Richard Donner is... Mar- what? Married to producer Lauren Schuler Donner. Okay, thanks Richard for throwing in your personal shit right. on the movie. He must have pissed her off and threw it in there. <laughs> gotta make it up. Yeah. <laughs> when um the homeless shelter inmates mistake Frank for Richard Burton. It's an allusion to Bill Murray's skit in Saturday Night Live, where he imitated the actor's most famous dramatic scenes. That makes sense. Is it weird to call them inmates? That is, is kind of weird. I mean, they're they're just inmates. That's, uh, I guess they're not customers. Uh, <laughs> and they're not patients, clients, um, uh, uh, participants. Uh, it's a p word, you know. Patrons. They're patrons. 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 Customers. Thank clients. You. Anything. Inmates. Jeez. Um. This is the 13th highest grossing film of 1988. 13th is pretty not worthy of mentioning. Um, with a total of 60 million dollars. <laughs> And shame on you people for not going to see this because it should have been the second highest gross at minimum. This was an excellent movie. Before Bill Murray signed on, he requested the script be reworked. There was a lot he didn't like. Um, to um, to remake the story, we um, we took the romantic element and built it up a little bit more. It existed in the script's original version, but we had to... Who said that? Bill Murray? Bill Murray. 
Oh, so they was just gonna have him be um just a mean dude with no romance. Right. So can I say I thought that was interesting because in a way it felt like it. Mm-hmm. It felt like the romance was a little second thought it afterthought it. Mm-hmm. To me, because I, I, sometimes it took me a long time to be like, oh, yeah, that is an important element in it. It didn't feel like it was part of it the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting to read that. Like, although it worked, obviously, um, it did kind of feel like, oh, yeah, let's let, let's make sure we focus on that more. Apparently, they were trying to focus on family stuff and it just wasn't flowing as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are many references to free Africa throughout the movie, including a poster on the wall in Grace's house as well as stickers in the production room this was a subliminal political humanitarian reference to the apartheid controversy um that was taking place in south africa at the time the movie was shot yeah uh bill murray ad-libbed most of his lines um, Donner said it's like standing on 42nd Street in Broadway and the lights are out and you have a tra- and there's no tra- and, and you're the traffic cop. So that's basically what it is. They didn't get along. He just didn't like a person that just didn't stick to the script. And, and Bill Murray probably didn't like somebody who was like stick to the script. <laughs> right. And it sounded like Bill Murray had a lot of say in the changes they were making. Right. Which he should because he's friggin' Bill Murray. Right. By the same token, he's Richard Donner. Yeah, so what? He directing a comedy. Get out of here. Go directly to the weapon and shut up. Why is this the only thing that's coming to me? I don't know. I think he did more, right? Yeah, I guess he did. Didn't he do Goonie? Did he? Oh, was that him? I believe so. Actor trademark uh, Bill Murray uh, barked like a dog. Murray says that another character will uh, bark like a dog. He also said in, this in Caddyshack and later said it in Groundhog Day as well as in Ghostbusters. Okay. I never noticed that until I've read <laughs> I've never seen Caddyshack. Michael Ch- I never saw really? Caddyshack. I, I saw Caddyshack. I don't we saw Caddyshack too, but not Caddyshack. A lot and of That's times. how it happens. Back to the that's shack. That's how it happens. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Because we... <laughs> Why was it because it on TV? Quote Caddyshack two, but I've never seen Caddyshack. We're supposed to be one of the greatest comedies of all time. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. It used to come out a lot. HBO aired it all (laughs) of the time. Holy crap! Jonathan Silverman class. Yes. (laughs) It's probably the Michael Chapman um, DVD set. Huh? <laughs> oh, wow. Imagine that. Can they have the single guy, just the whole s- season of the single guy in it? It's got to oh, be, be all over it's gotta that. It's got to be single guy plus whatever he was going to give me a break. And then Weekend yeah. at Bernie's. And then yeah. Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, yeah, I'll and skip Weekend at Bernie's, but I'll watch that. That whole DVD. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Chapman replaced Conrad L. Hall as director of photography. Hall was the film's original cinematographer who was allegedly fired after about five days into filming. I wonder what 
he do? Um, what happened? I'm upset that she's this weekend at Bernie's. What <laughs> she's this weekend at Bernie's? I missed it. Yeah. What? You're not invited on that podcast. Don't worry. I don't want to be on that podcast. Jeez. Can I tell y'all real quick? So both, one or both, y'all gonna hate this. No one's gonna love this, apparently. I used to be like, W-A-B, what about Bob? Weekend at Bernie's, two of the best movies ever. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If you decided to do it like that, do the podcast with a W-A-B theme, I would watch What About Bob? Just for that. Okay, I, 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 I'll, I'll participate if it's like that. I'm not gonna watch Weekend at Bernie's, but I'll participate. You're missing classic comedic shenanigans. They're carrying a dead guy around. <laughs> and it's hilarious because it's ridiculous. I'm not saying watch the second no, one. No, no, one is no, saying the second one was terrible. One. Three years That's later, he's still trash. dead and not decomposed. I just don't understand. Um, <laughs> That's so, so funny. Oh, I, I want Conrad Hall to sing. How the heck did he get fired? He's one of the greatest cinematographers. I'm sorry. That's a good question. That's a good question. Whose wife did he sleep with? Richard I'm just Donner. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Please don't say no hate me. Like, Richard Donner can't get on he with He's like, I want to huh? blow up a house. He's like, not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> You're fired. Somebody fired me. Somebody was willing to blow up a house. <laughs> and then he built a play in the promo. The promo was all his idea. Right. Go, go right. figure. Go figure. <laughs> Um, when Frank crashes onto the stage after seeing Frozen, um, Frozen Herman, director Bryce, director Bryce calls him Joker in reference to Bill Murray trying, Bill Murray's tryout to, for the villain in the then unreleased Batman. Ooh, Herman died with a that. smile on his face. What? As do some of Joker's vi- victims. Man, oh, man. Only, I would say I would actually love Batman. If he had been a Joker, but we might not have got that great soundtrack if it hadn't been for Jack Nicholson. That is true because what's name didn't want Prince, so it was like a trade off. Oh well, but wow, I just didn't know. I'm like Bill Murray, Joker. Wow, Wow. can you imagine? Would have been great. Not that I didn't like Jack Nicholson as Joker, but Bill Murray though. You didn't like Jack Nicholson as Joker? I said not that I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, one thing that you did um that I will point out the my that my kids loved hearing when I told them is uh, speaking of Tim Burton, Danny Elfman um was the person in charge of the music in this movie. Right. And right. They loved them some Danny Elfman. Yeah, it sounds like Apparently, I was reading something that said, it was it was long-winded, but it was something along the lines of, like, ah, never mind, I forget the fact. It was somebody's music just coming out. Like, they just released the score of it only, like, in 2011. Or something. And then included, like, this much sought-after, that song, I think. People wanted that so badly, the one you were just singing. I wonder what it's called. Danny Elfman's Danny Elfman theme because it was very Elfman. It very, yeah, it was. <laughs> he does have a distinctive style. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. 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 So, final thoughts. Would you watch it again? Does it hold up? All that good stuff. 
Um, Shell? I would watch it again because I think it's great. It does hold up in my opinion. It, it doesn't look like it was made 30 years ago, um, to, you know, 29 years ago to the date, almost. Um, I think most, y'all gonna think I'm crazy, I think most Christmas movies hold up. Maybe because they're holiday movies. Mm, I can see that. But um, I this one definitely um, holds up. It's Bill Murray. I think Ghostbuster holds up, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, I would watch it too. again. I'm watch it again. And quick change. I'm just like, yeah. come on, man. So, yeah, Which Bill Murray holds recently. up. I just Scrooge watched quick change up. recently, and it was just as hilarious. Oh. It's so good. It's so good. This is great, too. Okay. Uh, um, what was the question? Oh. <laughs> Did the whole oh. Would I watch it again? Would you um, watch it again? I think yeah. I watched it maybe four months ago. Like, sometimes I'm just like, I'm bored. Scrooge did this! Like, I'll look through my DVD (laughs) and pull it out, or I'll be going through Netflix and go, Scrooge, why not? Why not? And I'll just watch it. So, yes, it does hold up. Um, Yes, I will watch it again. I think it's, like like we've been saying, it's one of the best Christmas movies ever. And, like, I was just watching it earlier, and, like, oh, I'm going to get done in time, and it's so short. But not in a bad way. Like, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. And right. they don't drag mm-hmm. anything out. And it's just... um, Godsmacked that he was able to... Clearly, like, you can almost you can almost tell the scenes where he, ad, where he ad-libbed or he improvised. Like, right. Right. He's just a comedic genius. And I, I, know, was, right? I was worried that since it was the 80s, I would be cringing a lot, but I didn't. I didn't right. I mean, it, was, it was perfect. So yeah. Um, I almost goes without saying that that yeah yeah yeah. First of all, it's not Christmas season if I don't right. watch it. There was one Christmas that I did not spend at home, and somehow I didn't get around to watching the entire thing. So I just watched it in my. Yeah, here it is. Oh, <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it so much, and of course, uh, I I did not want to watch it again. Just this now, just because I want to just sit for Christmas and have my normal tradition and have the kid watch it without him going this again because he wouldn't right, right. regardless. So uh, even though he did watch pieces as I skimmed through it today, um, and I and every time I unpaused it, I was saying a line. How did you know you're gonna say that? Because I just know, okay. <laughs> If you just knew, you didn't need to turn it on right now. <laughs> That's a fair point. That is a fair point. Um, I'm sorry for interrupting. Did you? I'll let you finish no, before you. Want. Um, do you recall when um my kids were that age, and we were going to watch it, and they act like they didn't want to watch it? They were being difficult. I do. They suck. Do. And now, now you um, you can't pay them to stay away. Get out. I want to watch it by myself. I don't want to watch it with you anymore. Remember when you didn't right, like it? Right. Get out. And uh, a funny, funny, quick story. What well, story? Um, I didn't have a copy. So um, I asked um, Mother Dear. She was running errands. And I, um, I, was, I was like, you know, why you're out? Could you stop at the library and get a copy? And she was like, cool. And she came back with a copy that was shrink wrapped, and she bought it oh, for me. Oh, <laughs> <nice. laughs> sweet, 
everyone should own it. Just saying. Like, I don't remember seeing it, but I distinctly remember the credits coming up and us singing mm-hmm. the way he said, like, people in the theater were into it. Mm-hmm. It was like, let's right. sing. Like, we were, we right. did. Yes. We did I that. that. I remember getting excited. Yes. <laughs> the real women. The real right. women. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's talking about <laughs> I know there's another line I meant to mention, but I feel like I could go on and on yeah. about them. So it's okay that I missed it, wherever yeah. it was. But just good stuff. It is. It is. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to pick on T. Tell the folks where sure. you can find her. You can, you can listen to Fandom City Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and Google Play. Check out our website, fandomcity.com. Email us at mayor at fandom city with your thoughts, suggestions, um, just to say hi. We like that kind of stuff. Follow us on our Facebook page, Fandom City, or search at Fandom City Resident. And on Twitter, I am at City Sheriff. I am at Alderman Leona X. And I'm at Fandom City Mayor. Send us feedback. Leave reviews on iTunes and Stitcher because our, our iTunes reviews help us find more listeners and keep us up in the ratings so that, you know, more of you can enjoy us. So, yeah. Word. And support your local library. Yes. And watch Scrooge yes. and enjoy your holiday on, season. Watch, watch Scrooge. And tell watch. us your favorite holiday yes. movie. Yes. Good, get, on, get on the Twitters yeah. and tell us your favorite. Uh, as a matter right. of fact, Shell, how about you send one out? In the coming days. All right, I'll I will send one out in the coming days, asking okay. everyone their favorite holiday movie. Woo-hoo. Yay! Even if it's a boring one, don't, don't be. Don't you can, you're allowed to like a boring movie. So at least one, at least one in every ten people like uh, a lame one. It's okay. Um, yeah. That's why they made them. Yeah. They made them for people who like lame <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> that sounded wrong. That's so, I'm it sorry. kind of sounded a little bit. We love you still, <laughs> in spite of your horrible things. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Put a little love in your heart. Yeah. <laughs>